Welcome to our podcast. Do you love it? I'm Des Andrew. Devin is still not here. Oh my God, we miss her so much. I'm trying to get her back as soon as possible. But in the meantime, I reached out to my good friend, Kirsten Rose. She is stepping in as guest co-host today. What's up, Kirsten? What's up? Hi, Des. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here with you. I know, and I haven't seen you in forever. How are yeah, you? Yeah, I've been good. I just moved back to town. I uh, lived in LA for probably a couple of years, so I just moved back to the hometown and got settled. I'm loving it. Good, good. I know I would see you like randomly. Like, um, I feel yeah. like I saw you two times in a row at the same restaurant, and I okay. So I'm so excited. We have Davina from Selling Sunset on this episode. I yes. interviewed her, yeah. so we're gonna get into that in a few minutes. But speaking of Selling Sunset, when I saw you in the restaurant, I literally thought, oh my God, is that Christine Quinn? (laughs) I literally thought you were Christine. And then it turns out, hello, I know you. (laughs) Uh, You know, I've heard that before. I've heard that before. I think we have maybe similar eyes. I definitely take that as a compliment because she's gorgeous. I wish I could be as fabulous as her. I mean, hello, look at you. I'm going to post the damn video because you are as fabulous as her. (laughs) (laughs) Rocking the Fendi. (laughs) No, but I mean, seriously, I think you look a lot like her. Thank you. you. It could have a lot to do with the the blonde hair, I think. Blonde hair. I mean, your face structure, your eye color. I mean, yeah, all of it. Hmm. Maybe she needs a double. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Uh, She's not on the show anymore, so maybe they need somebody to... Fill in. (laughs) I volunteer, Kirsten. Yes. (laughs) Well, it's good to see you again. I hope that you've been brushing up on your pop culture news. Oh, I have, definitely. we have a lot of juicy stuff to talk about. I know you are a Vanderpump watcher, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. And I think uh, from my own knowledge, we'll see how much you want to spill, but from my own knowledge, you have a personal tie to somebody that has been on the show for a few seasons. A little Um, bit, yeah. A little bit. Okay. All right. Well, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what we can get out see, of you. We'll, we'll see what we get into. <laughs> yes. So we will get into that. I'm so excited. Um, have you been watching Vanderpump Rules? Like, are you completely up to date? I have. Yeah. You know, I, I became a fan years ago. And then, um, you know, it's just it's the cast is so fascinating. So uh, how can I not watch all of it? Did you ever feel like we could totally fit into that friend group? I mean, I, I think so. I think a lot of the personalities are very similar to uh, some friends that we have. So I can yeah. definitely see that. Yeah. And even just like behaviors. I mean, I know maybe like more yeah. a few years ago or, or speaking for myself, I guess uh, yeah. a few years ago, it would be very fitting. Yes. Um, I don't know about you, but it definitely is reminiscent on <laughs> what times out are like yes. in my life. Yes. <laughs> well, Lisa Vanderpump. My favorite. I don't know. Do you like Lisa Vanderpump? I love Lisa. She is. She's amazing. She's an angel. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever met her? I did. Yeah. I've met her a couple of times. Yeah. She's a lot. She's a lot shorter in person, even with her, you know, four or five inch heels. (laughs) Yeah. Very petite. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I see her all the time. Like last time I went to Pump, um, they have an amazing hummus board. I know I've talked about it on this podcast a few <laughs> times, but honestly, I cannot stress to you enough how amazing this hummus board is. I think it's technically the Mediterranean board. 
but I dream of it. I even think of like going and getting it to go just because I want to like stuff my face. It's so good. Oh my God. And last time I was there, uh, she was eating and people were, you know, going up to her table and taking pictures. And I feel like she remembers me because I've met her like face to face, maybe five or six times. And then I've seen her out. I mean, maybe 20 times. So sometimes she'll like say hi to me like, hey, how are you? I don't know if that's just how she says it to everybody, but in my heart. I feel like she remembers me. Yeah, it's just for you. It's just for you. That's what I thought. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, unfortunately for our queen, Lisa Vanderpump, uh, did you hear about the rumors of her losing her liquor license for two of her restaurants in West Hollywood, Tom Tom and Pump? I did. I I saw an article about that. I want to know what the juice is behind that. Why did they lose their liquor license? I know. I know. It's really sad. What I'm hearing allegedly is that there may have been minors that were served. There may have been Mm. people that were overserved. Not sure if the two crossed paths, if there were minors that were overserved or if they are separate from each other. But I also don't know if that's specifically what happened with this case or if that is just a common reason why people lose their liquor licenses. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it definitely is a reason people lose their liquor licenses, but I'm just wondering if that's what happened here. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely uh, one of the reasons people lose liquor licenses is one, over-serving, two, minors. Um, You know, I think they, they get a couple strikes before they actually lose the liquor license. Um, but of course with Vanderpump, you, you know, any sort of scandal with her specifically, I think she would kind of maybe try to tie a bow on it and make it look a little bit nicer. Like in the article, it said that they said they were closed due to rain. Um, (laughs) you know, I, 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 if I was a business owner, I would do the same thing. You know, I wouldn't be like, Hey, uh, we lost our liquor license, you know, (laughs) we sold to your younger brother and now we're closed. Yeah, Yeah, no, you're right. (laughs) Yeah. That is a good way to uh, phrase it. Oh, um, that's so funny, though, the way you put it. Uh, yeah, rain issues, you know, L.A., we're not used to the rain. Yeah, although you know, got to wear closed-toed shoes today. <laughs> exactly, it's raining freaking today. Shit. <laughs> but anyways, she finally responded to these rumors that have been swirling for the past at least week. So she claims to Us Weekly that the lease is expiring in the next few months and she will be deciding whether or not to stay. No decision has been made yet. That is so sad. Mm. Oh my God. Could you imagine? That is sad. I will never get to have my Mediterranean board ever again if they close down. Well, now you have to go get it to go. I know. (laughs) I'll I'll get several orders. (laughs) I'll freeze them. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. (laughs) Tom Tom is also really good. I know. You know, I'm not sure how many people want to support that restaurant these days with all the scandal of everything. Scandal. They have they have great food. Yes. I so you have in the there. Oh yeah, definitely. I actually have some friends that went to Tom Tom last night, and they are confirming that they are selling liquor. So okay. I don't know if that means that they got their license back or mm. <laughs> or shit. If they're just playing with fire and they're trying to get a third or fourth strike on this liquor license but they were served and they told me that the servers or bartenders or whatever had like some sort of rehearsed answer when they were asked about all of the drama which again i'm not shading vanderpump yes um i would never because i love her 
but that's actually kind of how it works in any restaurant. Say you go to damn Denny's mm -hmm. and you know no one's a celebrity there. They're going to give you an answer why the milkshake machine doesn't work yeah. or why the fountain has flat soda, you know, mm -hmm. like it's a rehearsed answer. So yeah. that's not that's not anything to, to shame Vanderpump yeah. for. Right. It's not untypical of a restaurant too. you know, you want to make sure that your employees are representing the business in the in the best way possible. And exactly. Sometimes you don't you want to. Be as eloquent as you can when you're speaking to guests of something that might not the, the technicalities of a restaurant yeah i agree with that you get it you understand yeah okay so this <laughs> last uh episode of vanderpump rules was so freaking good i mean this whole season has felt like original vanderpump rules yes because i kind of have been bored of it over the past couple years and i even like didn't set my dvr to record this season because i was like honestly i'm kind of over it um, I had an experience at Schwartz and Sandy's uh, in December mm -hmm. um, and it rubbed me the wrong way with like a lot of the cast. So I kind of was like, I don't really want to support them, but I would end up watching the episodes anyway. And then all this stuff happens. And I'm like, okay, I'm hooked. I'm back. My DVR is set. And I got to say, Charlie is like really becoming an MVP to me in that last episode. Oh my God. Challenging Lala. I think maybe that's why I'm biased. Anyone who challenges Lala and's not going to back down from her, her tactics, I'm on their side. Well, it definitely makes for an interesting show. Yeah. Um, who are your favorites? Like what are, give me your thoughts about Vanderpump Rules as a whole. Um, I love Vanderpump. It's enticing and i love to watch you know kind of gossip shows and sit back with my popcorn and you know be like oh my gosh what's going on <laughs> um i would say my favorites are um obviously lisa you know she's the queen bee of everybody and she you know she's like the mother to everybody um you know i do i do like lala i've got to say um oh shit and <laughs> <I'm> just kidding <laughs> lala is to me is uh She's similar to, she's like the Christine of Selling Sunset oh. and Lala of Vanderpump to me. Yeah. Um, you know, there's parts of you that want to hate her because she's a little bit abrasive. Um, but uh, she's just a little so bit, really? Well, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying. Um, she's a little abrasive, but, but she's so exciting to watch and she's gorgeous and she wears these outfits and, you know, she really has a presence and, Somebody that has a presence like that, you want to look at and you want to you want to keep watching them. And even if in even if you don't like them, you're like, oh, I hate them so much, but I can't look away, you know. Yeah. Um, so I love that about Lala. And I also, um, you know, I kind of root for Katie. I think she's an underdog a little bit. Um, I think she's uh, not as well accepted as everybody else, but I kind of think she might have put herself there. I don't know. So, OK, yeah. <laughs> I have a yeah. soft spot for Katie because I met her like years ago. She was still actually serving at mm -hmm. Sir. I have a picture of her in her uniform of us together. And she had the longest conversation with me. I was very drunk, so I don't remember most of it. But she was talking to me for like a good, I don't know, 15 minutes or something. I'm like, girl, aren't oh, you wow. on the clock? I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she was really sweet. I've reached out to her on social media before and she will respond and it, you know, oh, very wow. minimal, but still, it's not like she uh, ignores me like some people. Yeah. So I really like her. But yeah, I, I do think that she's not necessarily the fan favorite. No. Uh, yeah. To uh, rephrase basically what you were saying. I think sometimes she chooses the wrong team to be on. And maybe mm -hmm. that's what puts her in that position of not being 
uh, supported as well as her other castmates. Yeah. Yeah. But Lala, no, she's on her own. (laughs) (laughs) I just, yeah, I've said it before. I said it on last episode. So I don't need to try to infiltrate anybody's minds that's listening because you you like who you like. And that's what makes, you know, our show great is because all of our opinions are represented by somebody listening. So Lala fans, you got Kirsten on your side today. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to hear me bashing her all day. Well, Lala and you have some sort of tie, right? Or do um, not? A little bit. I So Lala's baby daddy is Randall Emmett. Um, mm. And my ex-boyfriend is um, Randall's best friend from childhood. And they still work together. So I met Lala through my ex and, oh, and So you Randall. know her personally? No, 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 no. Um, we didn't spend any time together. Um, okay. you know, she's doing her own thing. And then I'm with my, well, I was with my boyfriend and, um, Randall was the only tie. So we went to, um, a, a movie premiere for Randall's, um, movie that he directed midnight in the switchgrass. And that's where I, I, uh, first met Lala. Weren't you in one of his movies? I, I wasn't, well, Randall was a producer of the movie I was in. The movie I was in is called wrong place with Bruce Willis and Ashley green from twilight. Yeah, um, I saw that on your social yeah, media. Congratulations. That was so much fun. Thanks. Um, that was very last minute. Um, somebody, I guess, got COVID. The the woman that was, I think, I, you know what? I think it was Randall's mom, actually, that was supposed to have played the waitress that I played. And I think she got COVID or she couldn't travel because of COVID. So um, last minute I hopped in and, you know, it was a waitress and I, I had waitressed for, I don't know, probably 11 years or so. So I was like, oh, I can do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then uh, my ex had directed the movie, too. So that's how that kind of came about. So you do know Randall personally, then? Well, I'm, I'm not going to still. I'm not saying you know his, like, his damn uh, social security number. I'm just saying yeah. you've met him multiple times, right? I'm, fr- I'm familiar. <laughs> I'm familiar with him. Okay. Is he a good guy? Um, <laughs> you know, I, Randall is a very nice guy. He's very personable. Um I, you know, to be, to be in the production business, be in the movie business, you have to be a shark. You, you have to, you know, kind of have that, that bit in your personality to, to really make it. So, you know, he does, he is a bit of a shark when it comes to, to business, but, you know, I, I think that's actually a good quality. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, shit. If that's all you want to give us, then uh, I'll move on. Okay. (laughs) I'm not trying to make you uncomfortable. Just trying to stir the pot a little bit. say that story. <laughs> I want you to say whatever you're comfortable saying. I don't want to pressure you. Okay. So, um I was actually on the movie set filming Wrong Place and I had to fly back to California. I had some issues with my dog and I ended up flying back and my boyfriend at the time um wasn't going to be there to meet me at the airport uh, because he was going to go to Tennessee with Randall. And I already knew that that was going to be kind of funny business um, just because previous experience, I guess, or previous knowledge. Um, So I told my ex, I was like, well, if you want to go, you know, party with Randall, just stay there and then I'll see you the next day. And um, it was actually a hard decision for him to rather pick me up at the airport than go party with Randall. But I guess it turned out better for him because the next day we were um, at this delicious barbecue place um, in Alabama and um, you know, he had this article up on his phone and it was when those photos had been leaked of Randall allegedly, uh, cheating on Lala. 
And that was the night my boyfriend was supposed to be with him. So oh, if he shit. really had been with him, I, I, oh, gosh. I you know. That could have oh. been an issue for you too. <laughs> oh man, I can't even imagine. <laughs> um, oh, no. Yeah, so I had told him, I was like, yeah, I guess you really did make the right decision to stay, you know? <laughs> and he was like, whew, you know. I know, right? Trust your gut, go with it. <laughs> yeah, and um, I guess the night before they were already partying at, I don't know, some college. So oh, I already had an inclination that it wasn't going to be, you know, they, they weren't Something sweet going and to wholesome. a button up dinner. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't at Bible study. So no, it <laughs> doesn't sound like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Um, the mid season trailer came out this morning yes. and it looks juicy because so much of what was in it could really be, uh what's going on right now and i don't know because i know they just started filming when all this happened like they they went back to filming even mm -hmm. though the season had wrapped so i'm wondering what they're gonna put into this season um at the tail end of it like i i'm imagining that they're re-editing everything mm -hmm. to make you know the finale be related to this so i don't know but i'm excited that mid-season trailer got me stoked for the reunion and for the rest of the season. And uh, I want to play a game with you before we get into our interview with Davina, which I'm so excited about. Oh my God. Let's play this game. I'm excited. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so this is called Love It or Leave It. And what I have for you are five different pop culture phenomenons really there i have some news for you i have some uh shows for you and i just want to see if you love it or if you'd rather leave it so if you haven't seen it if you haven't heard about it you can leave it or if you just like the idea of it go ahead and tell me you love it okay all right courtney kardashian goes blonde love it or leave it love it she's already Aww. fabulous and everybody loves a blonde so <laughs> <laughs> so do like, do you think she looks good as a blonde? Um, I think so. She's done her hair blonde before, and I like it. Has I like she? It. I think so. I, I thought well, she was maybe like the it was only a wig. One. I, you know, maybe it was a wig. I'm sure. I'm not. I'm not a fan. I'm sorry, but I gotta say, I don't think. I don't know. I don't think it looks very good. My bad. Sorry, but this is your game, so you love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number two, Black China dissolves her facial fillers and reduces her butt and boobs. Love it. Aww. I love that she's doing that. She was a little too plastic. So I love that she's doing that. <laughs> yeah, I am a notorious Black China hater. Um, I think she's just really trashy. Sorry, yes. girl. I don't ever yeah. have any plans on having her on the show. So I'm going to just say it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't really care anything about her. But I saw this article pop up and I knew that people would be talking about it. So I wanted to get your opinion. So Okay, you love it. That's cool. And no shame. From my perspective, no shame to anybody that does want to enhance anything. I mean, I'm so pro, exactly. uh, you know, filler, Botox, implant, whatever you want to yes. do. If it makes you I'm feel good. I'm guilty of it too. Yeah. 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 If, if it makes you feel good. Okay. Yeah. But whatever. It, it's just don't <laughs> let outside noise affect what you want to do and what's going to make you feel empowered or confident because you're the one that has to live with yourself. So Exactly. I'm not shaming her for that. I'm just shaming her for everything else. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about celebrities on Ozempic? Oh, you know, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I Googled it. I kind of want to try it. Um, what the hell? I, 
Well, you know, you, never... you look amazing. You are in like oh, incredible you. shape. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I heard of that. And if it's a, a way to lose weight, that's not, you know, crash dieting or um, just like the Gwyneth Paltrow interview that just went viral for her, you know, saying she Bone starves broth. herself. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe she's on Ozempic too. Who knows? Shit. <laughs> I don't know. But so many celebrities are not admitting to this. I know Chelsea Handler famously said that she was on it for months and didn't know that it was Ozempic, which is, you know, it's essentially medicine for uh, people with diabetes. Diabetes, yeah. And when she learned that, she heard it was called like Samalgitude or something like that. Hmm. Um, so that's what she thought she was on. And I guess she compared notes with one of her friends who was on Ozempic and they had like the same symptoms. And that's how she found out that she was on Ozempic and I guess she stopped because she felt like she didn't want to be taking away that medication from <laughs> people with diabetes. So, I mean, to each his own. Mm. <laughs> I'm not shaming it at all. I, I really am not. If she doesn't have diabetes, I want to know who that doctor is. I mean, honestly, I've heard that even like a med spa person, like someone who works at a med oh. spa, someone who will perform, you know, these fillers and these Botox like we just spoke about, I heard they can even prescribe it. So... Oh, excuse me. I need Not to, make to an enable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enabling the whole listeners right now. Sorry, guys. Um, it's the Ozempic okay. well, plug. I know. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Ozempic. Oh. <laughs> All right. Jamie Lee Curtis wins her first Oscar. I love it. I love yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. I love her as an actress. I love her as a person. I love her as a sober woman. I think she's Is amazing. She? Yeah, she's in sobriety. Um, she lost a brother to addiction um, maybe oh, like wow. 20 years ago. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, but she's in sobriety too. And I see a lot of um, posts on Instagram of her talking about her story and giving motivation. And I just love her. I think she's fabulous. And I think her talent is well deserving of an oscar yeah i know it's so nice to see somebody that i know i grew up watching and uh loving you know like uh freaky friday i freaky love christmas friday. with the cranks like that's one of my favorite christmas movies to watch yes. um i mean you know there's so many others to name but yeah that was awesome i didn't actually see the oscars i was supposed to watch it with my family and they watched it without me so i was like you know what? fine i'm not gonna watch it <laughs> Okay, and how about Wednesday on Netflix? I haven't seen it. No? And I have to say leave it. I haven't seen it. I do need recommendations if anybody has any. I need some good things to watch. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't like, I didn't grow up being obsessed with the Addams Family. That's I know that that's some people's like vibe, like mm -hmm. in life. That's not really my vibe, but I watched it. I thought it was very cute, like it's good, but it's it's very cutesy too. Like it seems like they're catering to a younger audience. Yeah. Probably, you know, teenagers, like late teens or something. And it's good. It's cool to see Christina Ricci in it. Uh she's not, you know, obviously playing Wednesday still, but yeah. she's playing a teacher on the series. And just seeing her in a show about her former character is really cool. Jenna Ortega, I believe is her name. Jenna is the actress who plays her. She's really good. Uh, it's good. Yeah, I like it. I would say. Do you give think it, a try. it it respects the original movie? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, again, so I I didn't like, like idolize it growing up, but yeah, I would think so. Maybe I just don't know enough, and I'm sure someone who like was obsessed with it growing up will tell you otherwise. But yeah. 
from my uh, my perspective of not really knowing much about it other than I've seen it maybe one time uh, when I was like four. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> so I recommend it. I don't know. But uh, that is on Netflix. And so is our guest, who I'm so excited for you all to listen to. She gave me so many sound bites that I love. She gave me a lot of intel about her relationships with the cast of Selling Sunset. Going into season six and seven, it seems like they're filming both at the same time, which is why they've been filming for so long. Um, and I'm excited for you guys to hear. So if you're ready, we can get into it. Yay. Here we go. Join over 17 million members who leave the deal hunting to Honey by PayPal. Honey automatically looks for every available coupon code and applies the best one to your cart. Add items to your drop list and Honey will notify you once there's a lower price. That way, you'll never miss a sale. With Honey, you can even earn points towards gift cards of your choice while saving money at the same time. Friends don't let friends overpay. Download Honey today by using the link in our episode description or go to our Instagram at DoYouLoveItPod and tap the link in our bio. When you stay at a Verbo, you always get the whole home. Not part of it, but the whole upstairs, the whole downstairs, the whole fridge, and the whole secret nap room. Because is it really a vacation home if you have to share the house with the host? Only with Verbo. You know my guest today from the number one show on Netflix, Selling Sunset, earning two Emmy Award nominations and a big win for Best Docu-Reality Show at last year's MTV Awards. She's a leading force in contributing to the Oppenheim Group, making over $1 billion in sales. Welcome to the show, Davina Patratz. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course, do you love it? I absolutely love it. I'm upset. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's a great start. We love to see it. Thank you for being here. We're so excited to have you. Selling Sunset, you know, obviously, like I said, is the number one show on Netflix, but it's number one in my heart as well. Mm, I am a big, big fan. That's sweet, yes. (laughs) And you are a day one cast member on the show, so a lot of its success, uh, I think, has to do with you, so. Thank you very much for acknowledging that. I appreciate that. Yeah, I I do think, um, you know, without tuning my own horn, I do think I contributed a lot, and I created a lot of contrast for people, and that was some of the jarring moments and just some of the a lot of the chatter was about things I've said or done so yeah I think that um, I contributed a lot we agree (laughs) (laughs) well how have you been spending your time since the show's first reunion aired on Netflix Oh, oh, the first reunion. Okay, yeah. Um, well, I've been working a lot on a passion project um, in the beauty space. I can't disclose what it is, but I'm really excited and passionate about it. Um, also, really got more into health and wellness, just um, optimizing things I eat and supplements and health and taking blood tests and really trying to live my best life. 
Um, also, you know, working out a lot and just trying to have a lot more fun in my life. Um, and I guess be more balanced. Um, because if you're working a lot, then for me, I'm a little more introverted. I like to kind of stay home um, more and that's how I recharge, but then you don't necessarily have time for a lot of fun. So I'm trying to balance my energy more to, to do like work and fun things and relax. I get a lot of massages. I hang out with friends and go to dinners, really care deeply about my friends and family. Uh, my mom was really sick recently. So I went to Germany. Um, so just, you know, making sure those connections stay strong and taking care of the people around me. Um, and yeah, just dating a little bit here and there and um, traveling. I went to Miami for my birthday and New Year's with a group of like 10, 12 friends. That was super fun. We had the best time. Uh, love it there. And, you know, I'm really close to Maya. We talk every day. And, you know, Christine reached out to me many times and apologized for things that had happened in the past. And uh, she just was like, I really miss our friendship. And I was like, yeah, I wish you would have thought about that back then, <laughs> you know. But so we finally reconnected because I do care about her. We do have, we have this, we did spend a lot of time together. Yeah. And we have a, a core friendship that, you know, no matter where we go in life at this point, work-wise or what, uh, whether she's on the show or not, or I'm on the show or not, like, I think we have this established connection as a friendship and she owned what she did and apologized. And so we made it up. And so now we're friends again too. So Yeah. I did see that on social media and I'm so glad you're bringing that up. I was going to ask you, um, yeah. you know, with the the news of Selling Sunset being renewed for at least two more seasons, mm -hmm. that also came with the departure of Christine and your good friend, Maya. So it was, it was pretty hard for me because those were my, you know, those were my OG friends and, and we really had real friendships, you know, like very close friendships. Uh, and actually Maya and Christine were friends too. And mm -hmm. it was hard. And then they added new girls, which is fine and great. But then the show dynamic becomes very different because then, you know, there's no history. And at this point, I think after five seasons of fans have, you know, they have a connection to a character that they love or hate for whatever reason because of the background. And they like to see those relationships develop and people evolve or change or, you know, get better or worse or whatever it is. Um, and they feel like they, they feel connected to them. So now that it's a completely different cast, it, it feels a little different. Not that it's better or worse. It's just, uh, it's a new show, right? So yeah. um, it's a little, then you kind of have to start all over again with like establishing if you like someone or not and the history and, you know, because of uh, certain friendships that have been formed over the years with the cast members, um, people had each other's back or didn't have each other's back. And I feel like that was an interesting component of the interpersonal dynamics, right? Like if someone did something to Heather, I would defend her because we have history. Exactly. And so things like that, right? So like, uh, you know, if Maya was in a situation where someone was throwing me under the bus, she would defend me because we're friends. And so things like that, right? So it's like, now that that's kind of faded a little bit, I feel like it changes the the show a little bit, you know? Yes. How would you say exactly are the dynamics changed since you started filming? Because it's been a, a few months now, right? That you guys have been filming for season six. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this is the longest. Well, six and seven. And it's been the longest chunk of time that we've filmed. Yeah. I mean, just like what I said, I guess, because it's a, a lot of new people, we had to form new relationships um, with them and obviously experience situations with them to 
see what they would do or say or how they would react. So you don't know until you're in it, right? And mm -hmm. um, so it's a learning curve. And Nicole is one of the new cast members, and she did have an established relationship with Oppenheim Group and Jason and she um used to date him years ago and she you know also used to date him and then she was friends with Mary and some of the other girls as well and I knew her as well but she wasn't as close to the group right because we were always filming so um and then Brie was a brand new addition um yeah I mean I I think we just had to start all over again and um to me a little bit is, is lost because it's like you don't have those uh, existing relationships a little bit and then um I mean I think it's then it just becomes a new story an entirely new story so I think that is whether it's good or bad I don't know those fans have to decide but you just see a completely new perspective right so um and they they certainly add a lot of drama to the show so <laughs> <laughs> well there's a big hole missing with the uh the drama starter and Christine as most would say but yeah. do you find yourself and the OGs all sticking together since like you said it's a whole different dynamic there's these new cast members do you find yourself siding more with the OGs or leaning towards the newcomers it's it's very tricky to join a show at season six because uh, not only do you not know everyone that well and you don't have these this history but um you also don't understand filming and the whole the way it all works so it's a big learning curve for them um so you can kind of see you know no matter what we try to say or guide they're, they're just they're new and so they're they're going through their learning curve and um, so it's a little hard to entirely side with them. I'm definitely team Davina. I don't think I'm necessarily on anyone's side. I really like to try to get both sides of the story. So um, yeah. that's, you know, to me, it's like, I'm not just going to blindly side with one person unless it's like super crazy dramatic where it was like, you know, if someone got run over, then that's wrong. You know, that <laughs> I don't need the other side of the story, but like, you know, if it's like some, some drama, then I, I feel like is that the whole, is that the entire story? Is that really what happened? And so I like to get more information. And so I'm not necessarily on anybody's side. And I think not being as polarizing also then is not that exciting for the producers. So I don't know how they feel about that, but I think uh, they want very uh, definitive perspectives. <laughs> okay. All right. I hear that. Uh, well, changing the subject a little bit, I was really excited to hear about the $2 billion Powerball winner, I don't know if you heard about this, who recently bought a home in the Hollywood Hills, and my radar went off once I heard that. I thought, I wonder if that has Davina's name written all over it. <laughs> I love I love that everyone associates me with like the highest number possible. It's amazing. Yes. I love that. I love that. I mean, you have that reputation. You built that exactly. for yourself. Yeah. I mean, people were talking about, you know, Buckingham Palace should be sold and then I should be selling it. I, I, that went viral. I was like 50,000 likes on Twitter. I love it. Yeah. Um, I didn't hear about that. And no, they didn't reach out to us. Um, but oh, okay. Not an Oppenheim group sale. I don't think so. No, I would have heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. I mean, $2 billion. Could you imagine just one day you go from being normal, average, everyday person to $2 million in, uh, I'm sorry, $2 billion in the Hollywood Hills. And that's your territory. That's kind of why I thought. I, I can't imagine that. And honestly, I, I, those those guys that win that, that huge amount of money, they usually don't do very well. Like they burn it all in like two years and then they get like, they lose their months, you know, because they don't even know where to begin with that because they don't have the financial whereabouts to manage that kind of money. And a lot of them just 
spend it instead of investing it or I don't know. So I think um, that's weird. I, I wish them the best. I hope it goes well because that's a huge amount of money to be in charge of. So absolutely same i mean i can think of so many ways i would spend it uh of course, of course. one on uh, yeah, clothes course. Which, <laughs> yes that brings me to one of my favorite parts of the show of course i love you know reality uh in general but seeing a group of powerful ladies who have these strong careers and also doing it in these amazing outfits and hairstyles and it's just such an important part of the show, at least in yes, my, yeah, my no, viewership. Of course, absolutely. I would absolutely agree with you, yes. So whose wardrobe from the current cast would you most like to borrow from? I mean, I honestly like my wardrobe the best, but you know, I think <laughs> a lot of the girls, honestly, because I think a lot of the girls, um, it, of course the fashion is super fun. It's exciting for us. It's, a, it's also a lot of work to think about what's the event, you know, what can I wear? And everyone wants to stand out, right? Uh, but I think it's almost gotten slightly ridiculous at this point. Like it's, a, it's like almost too much, right? So sometimes I see some of the outfits and I'm not going to name any names, but I'm like, that's ah, too much, you know? So I feel um, like I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> I love her though, but, but yeah. You have some history. <laughs> yeah, but um, not only, you know, to Maya's point, I mean, what she said at the reunion, she was like, people are dressing like hookers. Um. <laughs> That, that's a strong statement, but I do feel like sometimes the clothes aren't appropriate or um, they're over the top. At the same time, I, I do want to say that it's really fun and we have, you know, a good time putting it together and it's uh, part of the show and part of the allure, right? And it's entertaining for fans. But sometimes I think you have to, you know, find a happy medium. Maybe you want to wear like some crazy outfit and you're like, maybe that's too much. Is that really flattering? You know? <laughs> so, um, I like a little more understated, slightly less in your face. Um, but of course everyone is, is stepping up the sexy factor and I am too. So, you know, part of that as well. Um, so, uh, I guess maybe, let me think if I had to think of somebody else, uh, Maybe Heather, you know? Heather, okay. Uh, yeah, like it's it's not... Would you say you have similar style and that's why you would maybe lean towards her? We have similar style. She's a lot of pink and we all like <laughs> pink, but uh, she's like cotton candy, you know? Yeah. So I don't know if I'm like in that depth of femininity like I am, but that's, that's, that's hardcore. She's also blonde, like very Barbie looking, so it suits her look. Um, and I think we all have different styles and no one better or worse but I think um I could associate or relate the most to her style um yeah some of the others wear the same type of outfit every time which is a different color that's okay. kind of boring <laughs> Ooh. it was like it's that thing again you know yeah. like, okay if you wear a short skirt every time and and long sleeve every single time then it's like all right we'll wear something different you know like maybe <laughs> spaghetti strap and long or something you know what I mean so, that's just what I've noticed. And then, um, yeah, we all love color. So that's, that's really fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do love your style and not Thank like, you, you know, I, I want to be careful with what I say going forward because <laughs> you know, this day and age. So don't join a reality show. <laughs> I, I know. Right. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine that pressure. Uh, but you know, I watch with my family a lot of the time. We love your style. I mean, my parents love you specifically, like you're like their favorite. Um, and uh, so we find ourselves commenting, especially when there's open houses. And some of the outfits we see for open houses, we're like, we get it's a TV show, but I don't feel like that is 
an outfit yeah, for that's how I feel too. House. It's not like it's not even close to being appropriate, right? Like I understand we want to all pop and stand out and everything. I do too. I'm not excluding myself, but um sometimes I don't know if it makes sense, right? Yeah. You get the assignment. That's what I'm trying to say here. Is it seems like you get the assignment every time. <laughs> Appreciate that, yeah. Um, and that's what I mean, like, because we're so far into the show, like season six and seven, people are going above, like, and beyond and almost like over the line, like too much, you know? So I think it's getting a little bit wild with the fashion. Like, it, mm, I, yeah, I don't know. That's why I'm like, I don't know if I'd want to wear that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but support you, whatever. That's cool, you know? But yeah, absolutely. It's fun to watch for sure. Uh-huh. as a viewer that's part of the comedy of the, of the show it's like what you know <laughs> absolutely well which moment would you say on the show of all the five seasons that we've seen as viewers are you most proud of watching back i'm most proud of um it's just hard to think of on the spot i mean i guess walking away from chelsea i think would be because i really was trying it was actually my idea to meet her Mm-hmm. And I was really trying to find common ground with her off camera after the tea party for maybe 20 minutes. I said, look, you don't know me. I said, try to tune out everything you've heard from other people, whether it's Christine or anybody else. Right. And I said, just try to connect with me and my energy right now. And how do you feel? And do you think I'm genuine or I'm trying to, you know, manipulate you in any way? Like, just try to see me for me. And I, I think she was just really hesitant. So I said, okay, well, why don't we meet and we talk a little further? So I was really trying to find common ground um, because she didn't know me. And that was just the bottom line. And so then when we did meet, things went totally sideways. And I was like, wow, you know, I'm really trying to be reasonable, but this is just beyond. Like, I can't work with this. So then I I was like, okay, well, you know, however this plays out, I'm going to have to walk away. So that I, I'm proud of myself for that because not only did I try to connect with her, but then I was like, okay, this is getting to a point where it doesn't make sense. Absolutely. I mean, that was a tough conversation to watch. You definitely held your composure the whole time, which I give you great kudos for. I don't think I would be the same way. Um, (laughs) She really, it came off as, as her scolding you and you were just kind of taking it. And it didn't seem like it was merited or uh, the level of her frustrations just didn't match the situation. Correct. That's correct. That's exactly right. So her reaction didn't match what was happening. Exactly. And that's what I identified. And I was like, okay, this isn't even about me. This is just her. And, you know, there's no point in trying to discuss this any further because, I mean, I... My, one of my skills is that I'm able to stay very calm in stressful situations and I can make people feel really comfortable. And I know that that's a very strong skill that I have. So while I'm trying to talk to you and it's increasingly difficult and you're still and you're you're like escalating, then I was like, okay, this isn't about me. This is just what you want to do. So we're not connecting. So that I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I agree. Well, on that note, I want to play a game with you if you are down. Yes. I love this game. So excited to play. This game is about betrayal and deception. Ooh. We have none of that. I'm telling you something. Yes. I'm going to read you some tough scenarios from our favorite shows, and you have to decide whether you would forgive them or if you'd rather forget them. Okay. So this is called Forgive You, Forget You. I want to forgive you, and I want to forget you. Okay. All right. Number one, 
you find out that your spouse is casually giving his female coworkers nosy kisses on the beach. Do you know what a nosy kiss is? Because I had to Google it. Yeah, no, I know what that is. Only because I watched the OC. So, um, <laughs> that's right. What it is. Yeah. Um, that's a tough one. I think I might have to forget. Yeah, I, I don't think I can work with that. That's pretty, yeah, pretty degrading. Poor, his poor wife, you don't have to see that. She's a public persona. <laughs> Respected actress. Yeah, I don't know. I that's That doesn't work for me, but um, teach their own, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know what they're what they've been through and whatnot in their relationship, but it for me personally that wouldn't work. Yes, I agree. <laughs> so you do watch Selling OC? Do you of like course. the show? Yeah, I know yeah. them all. I'm friends with them. We oh know, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I support. Them. Have you been to the office? I have actually not been to the office, but I know the cast very well and uh, friends with some of them very closely. And um, you know, we were we're their mentors, right? Because they were yeah. like, oh, they were so excited, and we're like, yeah, 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 it's gonna be amazing. But there's also a lot of chatter on social media, so get ready. And I don't think you can really prepare for that, no matter what you what advice you give to someone. Mm-hmm. So they were a little bit shell shocked when the show aired. So then they came back and were like, Oh my God, you were right. I was like, okay, okay it's okay. It'll be, it'll get better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Number two, your friend accuses you on national television of hooking up with all of your coworkers. Ah, uh, forget. Forget. I mean, is it true? <laughs> is that what I did? <laughs> That's not something I've ever done, but you know, uh, in the situation, would it be the truth? This is from the Real Housewives of Miami. Oh, my bad. And uh, yeah, Dr. Nicole, This we're talking about a doctor here. Uh, hook, she was accused of hooking up with all the other doctors in the hospital that she works at. Oh. Um, which, you know, that was problematic, I feel like, uh, to accuse, you know. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Perfect. I'm, I'm going to believe the doctor that this is not true and it was just a dirty rumor. <laughs> Yeah, but even if it's not true, like the fact that you would try to destroy not only my reality show image, but then also my actual work, like that's exactly. a massive problem. So that's a hard pass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's not true. So yeah. Absolutely. Number three, a disagreement with your castmate results in her tossing a drink and her purse directly at you. Oh, fuck. No, no, <laughs> no. You're going to physically abuse me? Um, No. What, yeah. Why are we even discussing this? No. <laughs> exactly. That's from the Real Housewives oh, of Potomac. No. And like, she, no. she defended herself. She did not think she was wrong. She thought the other girl owed her an apology. Good Crazy. Good Lord. That's, that's like next level. Okay, yeah. That's giving me anxiety. Like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Thank God there's none of that on your show, right? Oh my god! I mean, it's it's getting it's getting um a little more bold with the drama. Ooh, okay. Very cringy. Um, and yeah, I hope people take up um self defense because they're hitting below the belt, man. At this point, it's just <laughs> oh, not physically, but like the words are just they're strong. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's a great a tease. I cannot wait. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not overselling this. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one. You've just learned that your partner of nine years has been having an affair with your good friend for the past seven months. Very, very hard pass. Like, there's no chance we're done here. There's so many levels of disrespect. Like, at what? how can you possibly survive that? I don't know. Because also the friend and I just, I can't. Gnarly. So you get the reference. 
Yes, I do get the reference now that my team has <laughs> talked about this. Yes, um, there's just absolutely no way. And I'm absolutely horrified for her. And it, um, you know, the scary thing is, is like, not only it's your friend and it was not a one-time thing, but a relationship and they were both betraying you and it's your partner for such a long time. But then you start thinking like, wait, I thought I knew this person. She's with him for what, nine years. So like, you really yeah. think you know someone, right? And yeah. they do something like that. You just can't even comprehend. Like you cannot understand. I feel like that's what I would feel like. And I don't know how she could wrap her head around that. Even just, you know, cutting everybody off. You're still just like spiraling because you're like, how is this even possible? Right. So and then you think of every time you had a conversation about where are you going or what were you doing? Then you're like, oh, yeah, like imagine like, yeah, then you really just, it breaks your trust with probably anyone. So uh, I, I feel really bad for her. So that's terrible. Yeah, I agree. But shit happens, you know, shit happens to everybody, everybody all the time. It's just their stuff is on TV. So <laughs> I know, right? Speaking of shit happening on TV. <laughs> uh, so we saw in the news recently that million dollar listings, Josh Flagg spoke yeah. out. He did some sort of YouTube series or something like that, an episode of uh, him watching Selling Sunset. And his commentary was not very welcoming to the Selling Sunset community. Mm -hmm. uh, he actually specifically said that the show is not about selling real estate. And he claims that none of the cast has real licenses. Um, okay, well, I'm going to um, bring you my license right now. I don't know if you saw the screencast that I posted in, in uh, response. Did you see that? I did not. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we played a whole game here. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, I actually am flattered that he watches the show and that he wants to get engagement because of selling senses. So clearly he maybe is intimidated I don't know, because of the success of the show. I have no idea. Look, I think he's hilarious. Um, he's fun to watch, in my opinion. I love Million Dollar Listing. Uh, we all know them and they know us. Of course, some of the girls sell more real estate or less, whatever. So he does have a point. The show is our show is much more about the interpersonal dynamics some of the drama, of course, we also sell real estate, but it's more about the glamour and the personality conflict and a little bit about real estate. Their show is much more real estate focused. So he's not wrong in that aspect. I do agree with him. And I think that initially we had more real estate drama, you know, uh, issues between clients and whatnot. Now there's not as much of it. So he's not entirely wrong, but for him to say that no one is an agent or no one is a broker, I definitely have a broker's license. It's difficult to get. And um, I'm really proud of myself because of that. And so I've done a lot of transactions. I used to work for many big developers. Obviously, he doesn't know my background, or maybe he just doesn't care. And maybe he was hoping it would become an article. I don't know. It's all fine. I'm not actually offended. Uh, but don't group me into, a, you know, a, a group and say these people have no experience or don't know what they're doing or don't have a license. Well, that's not accurate for me. So I'm going to clear up my name. I don't know about other people. They can do whatever they want. And yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to so say. So you're not too mad about it. That's good. I'm not mad, but I, I'm not going to be told I don't have a license or no one there is a broker just because they don't have a broker's license. So I posted my license in response and I tagged Tracy. And I know she was trying to work with Christine. I don't know if that's still happening. So good job there, slamming people. Yeah, yeah. so that's what happens, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's well, that's works. great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very classy of you. Uh, I appreciate that. 
I haven't been watching Million Dollar Listing. I'm, I'm all about Selling Sunset. So Thank I'm going to you. So take you your go. guys aside. You <laughs> um, actually, I do think he's hilarious, but um, yeah, I don't, you know, he doesn't know people very well personally. And he's also uh, judging based on the show. So good luck with that. I don't know. Well, I'm so excited to see more of you on the upcoming two seasons of Selling Sunset. And I'm so grateful that you came by the show today. You lended your voice to our podcast. Thank you for being here, Davina. I'm so excited. Of course. Thank you so much for reaching out. I'm excited to be part of it. Yay. So good. So good. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody check out Selling Sunset on Netflix and follow Davina on Instagram at Davina Petrats, right? Yeah. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you, Davina. Bye. 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 Wow, that was, I cannot believe that. Selling Sunset's one of my favorite shows. I know I keep saying it, but that is like so important to me to have one of my favorite shows and one of my favorite people from the show on this show. So thank you to Davina for lending your voice to our podcast. And I'm so excited to have Selling Sunset as part of our show. Yes. Yay. And thank you, by the way. Oh, my God. You stepped in to be my guest co-host. You did an amazing job. You looked the part. My gosh. (laughs) Where can people find you? Do you want people to go to your Instagram and stalk you? Yeah. I love a little bit of stalking. I like a little excitement (laughs) in life. Yeah. My Instagram is double underscore Kirsten Rose. So you can find me there. Yes. Follow Kirsten. She posts uh, some great stories. Oh, my God. Did I just say posts? Posts? (laughs) She posts some great. (laughs) Like I'm back in Texas. Uh, She posts great stories and great posts. So go ahead and follow her there. Um, Oh, my God. It was so nice to see you again. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I hope you'll come back one of these days. That would be fun. Yes, definitely. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. Please rate and review our podcast. It really does wonders when I'm trying to book guests in the future. They want to see people talking about the show. They want to see a high rating. So go ahead, show us some love. Leave us a five-star only rating and review. And uh, check out our links in the episode descriptions for some cool discounts and uh, our sponsorship information. So, we'll see you all next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Do you love it?